Welcome to We Accept This Podcast. I'm Laura. And I'm Leslie. And we are here for week four. We finally left the mansion. Ta-da! Finally, to go to beautiful Rhode Island. Which I learned, I was looking, I was curious. I'm like, is this Jared's hometown? But it is not, because we did not go to Warwick. War, <laughs> I didn't say it right. Warwick, Rhode Island. I think he's from kind of kind of nowhere in Rhode Island, right? I don't think it's... Like- yeah. That's what I thought, but I couldn't remember, so I had to look it up. But no, we did not go where he's from, so. Good. But um, it looked nice. I've only ever been to Providence, Rhode Island, so I don't, what town? We went to Newport. Did we go to Newport? We've been to Newport. Newport is the one where, like, Taylor Swift lives, and they have all the huge mansions, and it was, like, a big place in the Gilded Age where mm, okay. had okay. giant homes by the water and I, I thought they really could have made better use of um, the setting because it's a really beautiful place. They have all these gorgeous mansions. And I, I think at one point they were in something that looked fancy, but mm-hmm. I, I didn't really understand what we were. I don't I don't know. I guess we did like a lobster date and stuff like that. But yeah. I don't think they could have utilized that and Boston. A little bit more. Yeah. Because you could see there was a lot of beautiful stuff behind them. and But mainly we just heard about whatever hotel they were in or, you know, it wasn't, yeah, we could have done a lot more. I don't know. You know, we always get excited for the international travel, but there's some cool stuff in the U.S., but I feel like they just never do anything with it. Yeah. They could do a lot more with it. Yeah. Yeah. But it was nice to not be in California and to do something a little different. Get out of the mansion. Yeah. A little less claustrophobic. And I feel like the guys usually get a little bit more, I don't know, there's like an interesting shift in the vibe amongst them once they get out of the house. I mean, I think in some ways, some ways it's better because they're not as stir crazy. But then I also think they just start getting, in in general, they just start getting more crazy in a different way. So. Yeah, because they all know each other better now. And they have all gotten more attached to Hannah at this point. Mm -hmm. So I think in this part of the season is when things start to get interesting. And they did this week. Oh, they did. I feel like I've, like, come back home to The Bachelor, The Bachelorette, you know? I feel like with Becca's season and with Colton's season, I was like, maybe I don't like this show anymore, but I've really been enjoying the season. Yeah, I am too. And it's funny because I don't, there's not, like, eh, there's a handful of guys that I really like, but, I mean, there's still a handful of guys that just kind of mush in my mind together, but at the same time, I'm more interested in the dynamic overall of the show, and I'm really liking her, I think, more week over week, um, so, yeah. Thing. It's not really one person, it's not like, oh, I love Hannah, and that's why I love the show, or I, I just feel like everything is gelling. Better, yeah, guys I agree. interacting with each other, and... and their interactions with the lead and I, I don't know true to true to bachelor form was do you know i know elon left mm-hmm. was that last season without him too or is no season without him this is the, i think the first one without him i think as i understand it i think he was there through becca's season and then i i i think he left i don't know if he was here for colton season um I don't, I'm that I'm not clear on. The change in tone has anything to do with him leaving. Yeah, maybe. It's just a coincidence. But regardless, I'm excited to be excited about watching the show again. Yes, agree. So we, I guess the day opens, or the week rather opens with all of the guys sitting around and they're kind of chatting. 
And then our good friend Chris Harrison comes in um, and is kind of setting the stage, telling them, you know, that Hannah's being super serious about everything and that, you know, now that they're on the final 15, she's really focused on taking care of business and then tells them that they're leaving to go to Rhode Island. And our friend Jed gets the first card for the date. He gets his one-on-one to go to Boston. Yeah, which... We're going to Rhode Island. No, wait, we're in Boston. Yeah, yeah. Weird. Um, there's a lot of really funny bits with her, I think, throughout this week in general, but we get her whole, like, little singing and dancing about no taxation without representation, which was fun. Without taxation. No taxes. What? What? You did get it right in the end, so I'll give her that. Yeah, and I like that she was committed to it. Like, she could have just jumped ship and been like, edit this out, but she was like, no, 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 I'm going to get this right. It was funny. And then I noted that she did, like, the whole bachelor leg wrap thing when he came for the date. I was like, no. <laughs> you mean when she ran and jumped on him? Yes. Yes. Once again, I could never do this. Like, I'm too tall. Like, you have to you have to be short and weigh, you know, not a lot to be able to do that. And you have to, like, fully commit to it because if you don't fully commit, then you can't get your legs around. I mean, it's just, it's a lot of coordination. I feel like maybe they have them practice before the be like if you're gonna try this you need to know how they to do just, it like run a couple football players for the day and just have them go at it right <laughs> I, don't, I don't know i don't know i've never dated anybody tall enough or burly enough or it just it just would not be feasible so maybe someday i'll just do that to topher and see how it works out i feel like <laughs> i feel like you'd be like what are you doing <laughs> That'd be funny. Um, I liked her whole, like, making up facts about America. That was funny. We learned that, from her, learned that uh, Paul Revere invented the bike. Um, Benjamin Franklin, around that area, did his first interview ever. What else did she say? I forget. That was kind of it. But anyway. Those were the highlights. She said that some hotel that clearly was not old was from the 1600s. Yeah. (laughs) I liked it. They do fun, like, silly touristy things. Yeah, the only really Boston-y thing that they did was talk to the Celtics players. Um, yeah. But can we talk about the Halo Top thing? Oh, my gosh, yes. Heavy integration. Yeah. I don't mind a product placement if they're really able to make it, like, sneaky. Yeah. That was not sneaky. Nobody no. just has a thing of Halo Top out in the middle of a park and just says, hey, come have ice cream. That doesn't happen. Yeah, no. Um, and then, of course, it went from that to the commercial break where we had our friend Nick Vial again with the Halo Top commercial. I blacked that out. Yeah. I was like, I, I see what you're doing there. And they already did that whole thing with the women's tell-all. Mm-hmm. Or was it men tell-all? I don't know. Whoever was telling all last time. Oh, it was, yeah, it was women tell-all. And they gave the lifetime supply of Halo Top to, um, what's her name? Oh, Bolt. from, yes. Bolt. Yes. Yeah. I'm good. I don't need more Halo Top Spawn Con. I'm good. (laughs) The whole bit with him and her and the Celtics players was cute. I mean, I thought the most awkward part was when she was talking with the player and, like, he was asking about what she wants in a relationship. And I'm like, he's not her girlfriend. Like, why why is... Well, I don't know. I I mean, it was fun to see them playing basketball and everything, but... Are these two Bachelor fans? Is that why they put that? First of all, I don't know that much about NBA players. So Me neither. I'm kind of wondering, are these the two biggest players from the Celtics? Or I have no clue. I was like, who is this I guy? Don't know. I don't know who they are. Yeah. 
They all seem like perfectly nice, but I don't know if I want to get love and relationship no. from an NBA player unless it's like Steph Curry or so you know. I mean, they're not really. I would say as a, as a group, not really known for relationship <laughs> their expertise. <fidelity>. Yes, yes. <laughs> they seem they seem perfectly nice, and Jed was surprisingly good at basketball. Yeah, I was impressed. I was very impressed by his blind, like, over-the-shoulder yeah. basket. It, that was pretty impressive. Yeah, because sometimes these, like, sporty dates are kind of chosen based on the guy's, like, personality or interest or something. and Or their totally aversion, their total aversion to it. And he just seemed like an interesting choice, and he was still pretty good at it, which was kind of interesting to well, see. I think one of people, he's not one of the guys that I think they've told has some kind of sports past, but he's a personal trainer, apparently. Oh, really? Yeah, who knew? He's a musician slash personal trainer slash male burlesque dancer, Laura. <gasps> Did you know this? No. <laughs> I keep waiting. Is he going to mention it on the show? I didn't know this until one of our Twitter followers tweeted it. That's amazing because he just seems like slightly, not obnoxiously so, but slightly reserved. So yeah. burlesque? I've seen the pictures. Uh, I don't think he's getting like fully nude, but I think it's one of those, you know, kind of chip and daily things where he gets down to his underwear and he's dancing around. And oh. like, there's a lot of bachelorette parties in Nashville. So yes. I think that That's where it came from. Okay. Somewhere where there's a lot of bachelorettes coming in. Wow. Okay. Did not see that coming. Okay. <laughs> going either because I'm like oh he's a musician and then I found out he was a personal trainer it's like oh I didn't see that one coming and then I like I, I just didn't see any of that so. <laughs> well interesting good to know yeah but they have a good chemistry it seems like they seem very relaxed around each other I would be very surprised if he's not in top four top I, two like possibly winning she seems very into him. I, I was a little disappointed by the conversation in the evening, even though that's kind of, I think, the case for a lot of the guys there, but where he's talking about, well, I kind of went on here for exposure, um, but then he kind of backpedals and says, well, but, you know, now I really like you and I'm here for this, so. Well, I didn't think it came across quite as bad as I think some people seem to think on Twitter because yeah. I did say... I was always open to the idea of getting married and I, you know, I know we've talked about it a lot on the show mm -hmm. or on our podcast. Uh, you know, I mean, you have to be kind of nuts to go on there thinking this is the girl yeah. and we're going to get married right off the bat. Like you, you go in there thinking maybe I'll get exposure for this business or for whatever, or maybe I'll travel or, you know, everybody has what, whatever their motivations are for getting them to sign up for the show. And as long as they are open to actually getting married and are actually interested in being in a serious relationship, then I don't really care. But um, you don't usually hear people say it. <laughs> yeah, it was – I was a little torn because on one hand, it's like I appreciate the honesty. But on the other hand, it's like it's just a little weird for someone to kind of come out and say that. Yeah. And – it's weird because he goes on and on about how music is his passion, but we've already talked about how he abandoned music for a while. So it's like... He was so devastated from a breakup that he couldn't sing anymore. <laughs> yeah. So it's like you abandon music. So you go on this show to get more reach for something that you... Like, I don't know how long he's been back into the music thing, but now he's... always 
he's been doing. I don't know that I buy that he's. I mean, maybe yeah. he like stepped away from it from a bit, but I think that's definitely over. Overstating it. Wait, is it over dramatizing? How do you say that? Over. Over dramatizing. I think so. <laughs> I'm on. I'm on board. You get what I'm saying. Yeah. And it's funny because, I mean, I, I guess that's what he's alluding to because then he talks about how, oh, I have this, you know, issue with bringing my wall down because of, like, my past. And I guess he's talking about that relationship a little bit. All of these men have walls. So walls. many walls. Have you ever had a conversation in real life where somebody tells you, I just have a lot of walls? No, never. No. It's not, it's not a real life conversation. It's like a Bachelor Universe conversation. I mean, I think everybody has baggage if you've been in you know, like a crappy relationship. I mean, everybody kind of comes to the table with maybe some reservations or, but the way that they talk about it is just not a way that I have ever talked about it myself. No. To a guy or had a guy talk about it to me that way. I just, it's bizarre. Agreed. So, you know, she tells him that she values his honesty and that's what she's been asking for. And so she's like super excited, gives him the rose and that's kind of it for the day. Yeah, I mean, you seem totally... I, I guess she she pressed him a little bit after he mentioned coming on the show about his music, and they seemed to kind of wrap that up. And she seemed fine with where it landed. Yeah, which we'll touch on again later in you know this episode. But yeah, and then uh, then we have a date that really rubbed me the wrong way. It was the whole, the whole rugby thing. I don't yeah. really get these guys, and I'm not knocking like any rugby players out there, but. The way they were talking about it, like no helmets and no knee pads, and it's really brutal, and people break bones, and yada yada yada. I just felt like it's kind of in bad taste, considering all the stuff coming up about like CTE and yeah, you know, brain injuries coming from playing sports. Like I don't know, it rubbed me the wrong way. And then you have people in the audience chanting like "Kill him, kill him," and I'm yeah. Like, oh, I was I was not impressed and it was the way they kind of framed it all to almost encourage the guys that that was what expect is expected out of them which was weird they were really amping them up to be aggressive and yes that led to some interesting storylines in the episode but I also don't really like that because that I, I mean when you're making jokes about people really injuring themselves like somebody could come away with like a lifelong injury from doing stuff like this yeah I mean, it really is kind of guaranteed that somebody's going to go to the hospital, and this time it was Kevin. Right. Who I didn't really remember. <laughs> we keep forgetting his name, I'm so. Like, <laughs> so him. Yeah. I have a problem uh, with remembering his name and all of the D names. There's, okay, okay, okay. So we have Dylan, who yes. I also did not remember. <laughs> um, and then there's. There's oh. Dustin from After the Final Rose, the one with He's the nose ring. Kind of quiet. Yeah. Right? yeah. Yeah. I like him, but I always forget about him and I always forget. They never show him. Yeah. And then there's Devin, who's the guy I can never remember his name. I was like that 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 other guy. Yeah. Who's Devin? <laughs> He's the third D. Okay. And they show, they never show any of their names on screen. So I can never remember who they are and they barely show them at all. So it's just kind of a mishmash whenever they come on. I'm like, who, who are you? Oh, okay. 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 I do remember Devin. Devin is the one whose hair is like a little bit tall, but then on one side, it's very, very short. Yes. That's Devin. It's a little weird to me, but he's cute. <laughs> I, don't, I don't really know anything about him. I, I gave a quick Goog for his, uh, for his bio and his advice to anyone who wants to find love is don't be a sleaze, which is good advice. That's pretty solid. 
Yeah. I, oh, I, his friend Wills. Oh, is he? Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right, Devin. I'm going to remember you now. Yeah, I like Devin. Maybe he and Wills will both go on Bachelor in Paradise. Maybe. Here's hoping. Uh, I mean, that's kind of it until we get to the end of the rugby date and Luke P loses his mind and, like, mauls Luke S. He's just, like, his his energy is just building throughout this date. Like, his he's just getting yeah. more and more aggressive. Bad. You know, he started out at the beginning. He was doing that kind of chant, and they were riling each other up. And yeah. it seemed like they were all kind of getting along and, like, enjoying the kind of... I, I don't know. They were all getting into it. I, I loved John Paul's role. He was <laughs> the best. Oh, my gosh. I went back to watch his little, like, thing with captions on because I couldn't tell what he was saying at the end and the closed captions didn't know no nobody knows, <laughs> but I just love him I, I love him and I love how much Twitter loves him I can't get enough everybody loves him love him yeah. so much I thought he was going to be a total douchebag and he's kind of douchey but in like a charming and entertaining way so I just want more keep it coming I've been thinking like since the episode aired last night and I rewatched it I've been thinking like what would a one-on-one -on -one date be like with him like how would that go <laughs> right I mean I think he's funny in the context of all of these group outings but how would he buy, like be by himself I don't know if that he know. could handle it I feel like we're not going to get a one-on-one -on -one with him no I don't I think really so but that's okay. I think he's going to be in paradise, and I think he'd be better in that setting. Yeah. He's got those unlimited vacation days, so he could just keep doing this. That is so true. <laughs> that is so true. I think he would be entertaining to, like, watch him try to scramble to get dates. He would be, oh, my goodness, the guy, um, who is the guy in paradise? I can see his face. John. Is it John? The one who was, like, the Venmo, Venmo John. Yeah. He would be like him in paradise, like, a little bit awkward but like probably trolling around and like talking to everybody yeah 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 I, you know i'm gonna have to put some thought into this and see if there's anybody that i could see hooking up with jbj yeah so i'll get back to you on that so the injury or the the smackdown or whatever between the lukes seems to happen off screen but it seems pretty obvious from the reaction from the crowd that luke p did something uncool. I actually rewatched it, and he picks him up and throws him to the ground. They showed it. See that on the show? Yeah. But I definitely did hear the crowd being like, "Oh, you know, like that was that was not like they kind of booed him a little bit." No, I'm I missed it when I watched it the first time, and when I rewatched it, there is one part where they do show that happening. Yeah, and he had a little mark on his face that I assume came from that too. I mean, he's such a big Luke P is such a big guy and Luke S is not like he's not scrawny but I mean when you compare it to like this CrossFit like beefy guy that's not fair well he he like going into the date he's so fixated on the fact that you know he I was a football player and I have to take this seriously and I'm yeah. super competitive and you just knew it wasn't gonna go well no I, I mean from here on out I feel like that's basically the focus of the episode although we do have like a detour into Tyler's date yeah. but did you ever I, I feel like the answer is going to be no but have you ever watched Vanderpump Rules I know of but I haven't actually watched the show oh it's like a dumpster fire but there's this guy <laughs> named Jax uh, okay. on the show and it hit me when I was re-watching it and watching Luke P just lie 
lie like to everybody just lie the whole episode and he makes that little puppy dog face when he's doing it he really is a sociopath he was reminding me of this guy from the show who spent this whole season telling everybody that well so there was this rumor that he knocked up this girl cheated on his girlfriend and knocked up this girl in vegas Mm -hmm. and he was making everybody on his side and making his girlfriend look crazy and then at the end of this the season he's just like yeah i did it it's true all this true and oh, wow. he's crazy, but people believe him, you know, I, or at least they did until everybody saw on TV that he's nuts. And then he did the same thing basically the next season um, about having slept with one of her friends mm-hmm. and lied to everybody the whole season. It was like, yeah, yeah, I did it. I did it. <laughs> I, I really, he just gives me Jack's vibes, which is not, not a, a good thing. It's terrifying. I don't believe anything he says because well, we, we clearly see that a lot of it's lies he says in front of the men to what he says to Hannah. Yes. Yes. That was just awful. Like going into this, I I didn't Yeah, I didn't think highly of him, but the way he would just completely lie about stuff, I, I I'm completely done with him. Yeah, this definitely gave me a new insight into what's going on in that noggin and it's not good. Yeah. Stay away, Hannah. Like I feel worried for her if she chooses him. I mean, and it sounded like I was really uncomfortable with the way that he kind of spun the whole thing with Lucas because, like, the whole tequila brand thing, I had to, as I rewatched it, it was more annoying because he, I mean, he basically said, you know, this is something that he was talking about getting off the ground. And, I mean, it's it's fair that a little bit of the exposure. Okay, you're sitting around a house all the time. With killing killing time you don't have you have a lot of downtime you can't be on your phone you can't watch tv so you're going to talk about your life and if that's your job or if that's a passion of yours and like something that you're trying to get off the ground why wouldn't you mention that he yeah never mentioned it to the cameras unlike jed yeah know? like unlike jed who mentioned who came in like playing the guitar and like talking about being a musician and honestly i don't even care that much about that but like how are you going to hold that against um, Luke when he never mentioned it. I don't even think it's in his bio. No, that's the first we're hearing about it. That I heard about it. Also, yeah. free tequila. Like, date the guy with the tequila. <laughs> yeah. And it was weird to me that she was so like questioning a lot about Lucas coming out of this when Jed basically told her the same thing, sort of. I found that really strange. It was just um, weird. I think it's just a reflection of how into the two of them she is you know she's Mm -hmm. clearly already very into Jed so she's more open to giving him the benefit of the doubt when it comes to stuff like that even if it logically makes no sense to have different feelings about yeah the same issue from two different people I think she just not that she dislikes um Luke S but I think they clearly haven't had the same kind of connection that she's had with like Pilot Pete or you know some of the other guys on the show so yeah not entirely surprised that she took a little differently but I mean to have it happen in this episode just really makes it clear that she's holding him to a different standard than she's holding Jed mm-hmm. and that she's holding Luke yeah I got it. this is driving me crazy that this is a fight between two Lukes and I have to keep saying the initial well my notes on this are really funny because I just have LS and LP and LP said this to LS and I just I was like I can't write their names anymore. Oh crazy Luke. Um 
it's clear that she's just really physically into Luke and had he and had <laughs> um, you know an instant kind of connection with him and so she wants to believe him over Luke S and so I feel bad for him because this whole episode you know like he says and this is skipping ahead but I feel like this is all kind of the same discussion so mm-hmm. let's just talk about it now um, like he says with her later when they're sitting down about things you know his he was raised by two social workers and like his reputation as being a decent person is something that he cares about and you know aside from his stupid little joke about going down south or whatever in in the um the women like that after the final rose thing i can't get i'm losing my mind sorry i mean there's been nothing from him that indicates that he's a bad person and yet i feel like she's kind of lending credence to what luke p is saying and i feel bad for him yeah it's not fair. It's like frustrating to watch as a viewer because I just feel bad. Yeah, I think at this point it's very apparent that she's super into Luke P for whatever reason. And I think she is very, I think it's frustrating just how much she's willing to take from him just because it's him. And that's like, yeah. what is going to be too far? Or is there anything that's too far? Because she just seems like she keeps making know. exceptions for him. But you can tell that she knows that she's doing it. Yeah. Is also kind of. I'm glad that there seems to be some level of awareness there. But yeah. I mean, but, she knows that she's making excuses for him because she likes him. Yeah. I think ultimately it's like whether she decides to uh, to choose Luke P in the end or not. I think it's very clear that she's not as into Lucas, and I think that she's not going to choose him in this case. It just doesn't doesn't make sense. We haven't seen anything that would justify her walking away. Um, and, and choosing his side because they don't, they don't really have a strong connection unless she ultimately decides to send them like both home because she doesn't want to deal with the drama. I don't think she's going to cut Luke P loose yet. Usually I feel like with these kind of fights, it's not as clear cut as far as one person being a victim and one person being the aggressor or usually it's a little more nebulous. Yeah. It's just so obvious that one person's being kind of dragged through the mud and he was physically assaulted on top of that. Yeah. So well, I, feel, I just feel really bad. Well, and I wonder, I'm like, what, like if I was her, I'd be like, I want to see the footage. I want to see what happened yeah. during the game. You know? You can have Demi in there, like doing her honeypot operations, but they can't run some footage to show Hannah what happened. Well, they don't want to make it easy for her. I you know, know I, I, I think it would make interesting TV for her to be like, show me because I want to know and figure. Yeah, it out. I would. Um, want, yeah, I would do that if I was her. But yeah, I, I did notice in the first time that Luke S was discussing this with her. He was like, you don't have to just ask me. Go and ask any of the other guys in the house about what happened and you know, wh- what their perspective is because I feel like they'll back me up and they all did. Yeah, and she's still questioning she it. talking to several people about it and they were all like, yeah, it wasn't cool. <laughs> yeah, and I think ultimately she just she just doesn't care. You know, she doesn't want to believe it. Yeah. Which, mm, girl, all signs say oh no. I mean, she did that and there was the time when she kind of stepped away and was listening to the men talk about it and clearly nobody was backing up Luke. Yeah. Like, He's like an island. No one wants to be on yeah. his island with him. Yeah. I guess we can take a pause and talk about Tyler. 
Yeah, I felt bad for Tyler. Like, you walk in and she's just kind of like, um, I don't want to be here. You know? <laughs> it's like, you know, I appreciated her honesty, but seriously. I was impressed that he was able to turn it around because she just seemed in a stanky mood. Yeah. Um, but he was he was committed to the cause. He was like, no, 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 no. We're going to have fun. Yeah. I think it would have been easy, given kind of what she said, for him to continued the conversation in a direction that goes back to Luke P and it it would have been easy to do that mm-hmm. I think smart that he didn't yeah I thought so too and I I I like Tyler he was fun on this date too. he he did a lot on this date to add some dimensions I thought to who he like who he is and make him more than just kind of the guy who makes jokes although I did really enjoy all of his food puns I enjoyed his food puns. I enjoyed him saying big time griller, uh, big time chiller. <laughs> and he kept saying, like, butter me up. You know, do you want some tail? <laughs> yeah. It was great. Uh, I, you know, from his intro video where he was shirtless dancing mm-hmm. and talking about being contractor, I was like, I don't know what I'm thinking about this guy, but I've come around to him. It seems like the internet is enjoying him. And I also like all the Instagram comments that he injects. He's They're still doing it. Um, leaving Instagram comments just trashing Luke P. Oh, really? On whose post? They seem to be good friends. Um, Tyler and Jed. Are uh, good friends. So they're the ones who are always like ragging on Luke P on Instagram. Oh, interesting. That's yeah. funny. Yeah, so they go to like dinner and he tells all about like the fact that his like dad almost passed away before he came. And was in the hospital for 25 days, 10 of which he was in a coma. And um, I, I was a little unclear, like, if his, his mom has passed away or something. Because it was just all about his dad and how he had power of attorney and had to decide what to happen if his dad didn't come back. And, um, yeah, that's true. The power of attorney makes you think maybe his mom's not around. Yeah. That, I don't know if that's a case of where he was just raised by his dad or if his mom passed yeah. away or, or what. But, yeah, maybe they're divorced. Yeah, but I I got a like teeny tiny Sean Booth vibes from him because he was talking about how you know he wanted to go and get her on the show and you know yeah. was there for her and that was a little interesting that that came out. I, will, I don't. He doesn't necessarily give me the like controlling vibes. No. But I just thought of that whole thing where Sean was like, I, I saw her and he, he posted, I think, what was it on Snapchat? Uh, yeah. Snapchat that he was coming to get her. I, yeah. So it made me think of him. So far, I like him. I'm kind of curious to see. I, I would be very surprised if he's not around for hometowns, too. I'm constantly like doing the mental math in my head, like who's going to be in the top four. Yeah, because we're down to 15. Well, 12. Well, no, 15. We didn't see the, ro- didn't the rose ceremony. So. Yeah. Um, so okay. So here's my top four. So I think it's gonna be Jed, Tyler, Pete, Pilot Pete, and then the wild card is: Do I think it's gonna be like Mike or Luke P? And mm. I I don't know how all of that stuff is gonna play out. So I'm I'm thinking out. Luke P's gonna still be there, and I'm I don't like it. I want to see. Yeah, I want to see Mike, but. Uh. Yeah. I feel like it's going to depend on kind of how the cards shake out is because I, I, it's leading up to making it look like they're going to have conflict. Um, mm-hmm. I, 
once again, I like Mike. I want him to like chill a little bit about all the stuff with Luke because I feel like he could really sabotage himself. Yeah, I think he's getting too into the thick of it, you know? Yeah. Which, Which is I, not I good. I totally get because I think I would have a hard time staying out of that if I was there. <laughs> yeah, I keep thinking that. I'm like, where would I be in this? I, I think I would be trying to stay away from it all. It never I, works out. I feel like I would be somewhere in the middle. Like, I don't think I would be trying to fight fight, but I think I would have a hard time, like, letting, if, if, if there was somebody like Luke P around, like, letting that go. Yeah. I could like, see myself getting a little too wrapped up in that. It's like when she walked in and asked, like, for the Lukes to come over to talk to her, I kind of wanted one of the guys to be like, look, we were all here. Like, this is what he said, you know? And just kind of, like, nip it. Like, why don't we all talk about it? Yeah. Like, as a group, instead of taking Luke P off by himself. And, I I mean, they all were there. So if she wants to know what's going on, like, if she really wants to know, why, why don't they just all talk about it? Yeah. And then, because they're spending so much time focused on this one thing, when they could really just kind of address it and move on if they just kind of got it all out there. But instead, it just keeps going, like, around and around and around. And it's kind of a waste of the whole the whole cocktail party at this point, you know? Yeah. So that was kind of it, right? I mean, we're stuck waiting to see what happens with the To Be Continued, um, well, the I, first I, of the season. The only other part that I would circle back to is... The, so she's had like two conversations, I guess, with each of them, and, mm-hmm. or, or maybe more. I don't know. But there was the time that I guess Luke S goes and has a conversation, and that was where he was trying to kind of defend his character and saying that he felt like his character was under attack. Um, and he comes back and asks, oh, "How did he phrase it?" He asks Luke P. What did Luke P said? He said something just implying that he, oh, oh. So he goes back and asks Luke P, do you think that I'm really here just to, to talk up my tequila brand? Or, mm-hmm. or do you really think that I'm here for the wrong reasons? And Luke P says, no, not at all. I don't think that at all. And he's like, well, if that's the case, then you should tell her that because that's what you told her earlier. And if that's not what you really think, then you should, you should clear that up. Yeah. Which... I thought was totally reasonable, but then of course Luke P goes back to Hannah and says, "Oh, well, he told me to come back here and say that's not true, but it is true." Yeah, like you're such a liar. Yeah, he like doubled down on it, made it even worse. So I guess I guess that's pretty much it, and then we're left with the to be continue, which I should have known was happening, but I got so wrapped up in what was happening that I didn't notice the time, so I, I wasn't mentally prepared. Yeah, I wasn't either. All of a sudden, I was like, no! Maybe next week we'll have two bro ceremonies to make up for it. Hopefully. Here's hoping. I hope we get back on that track instead of getting stuck in the cycle of to be continued. Agreed. Um, so let's see. Bachelor news. Ooh, what you got? Uh, I don't have anything. So I have a lot of just random tidbits. Um, All right. Corinne, apparently, is pursuing a music career. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. She's, okay. she's getting into music soon. And she says, it's like rock country pop. So I don't know what that means. But she says that there should be a single sometime probably in the winter. Oh, we will have to share that when it comes out. Yeah. Uh, She says, I'm getting into the soul of singing. I don't know what that means. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) And then she said, I'm already a pop star. Just add the music and there you go. 
Oh, um, and okay. apparently things are going well with her boyfriend that she's been dating for a while and she wants to get married. Okay. She says, it's like we're soulmates, literally. It's crazy. <laughs> I can hear her saying that. Yeah. Uh, then Colton's kind of hinting that he might be in Dancing with the Stars and somebody asked him, oh, is Cassie going to be on there too? And he was like, we'll see, which I don't, I don't think they would put both of them on there, but you never know. Um, you know what? Still- in yeah. school for speech pathology or yeah you know what i think about colton being on dancing with the stars i think <sighs> yeah, no thank you well i don't watch it anyway so it means nothing to me but yeah i don't think they should put him on there um and then i don't know, he just went on to say that they both want to be young parents and i'm like well you're 27 so and they're not even engaged yeah they're not even engaged uh, but Cassie wants to be a young mom, so we'll see what happens. Okay. Uh, they still don't seem like a real couple. No. Uh, and then they were saying something about how there probably won't be a two-on-one again. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. That's a bummer. And I don't like that. I'm sad. I like it. But but who, I think, aside from the Lukes, who else yeah, would be? Two on one. Ke- I could see Mike and uh, Luke P on a, a two on one. Yeah. That would be good. I, I don't know. There, I feel like there are some options. And then once somebody, one dramatic person goes, and sometimes there's another person who reveals themselves to be crazy on the show that they could put on. I don't, I don't know. I don't want them to skip it. I like it. Yeah, I, I, I really enjoy when they do when they do that. It's It's been too long. I think we're due one. I think part of the problem is that they really just have Luke, and I don't think she wants to send Luke home yet. Mm-hmm. She wouldn't necessarily want to put him on a two-on-one. I, I don't know, because usually when they put people on the two-on-one, those people never go on to win. Yeah, that's true. They just feel like they don't have a, a good person. But, you know, I mean, the two-on-ones weren't always quite as crazy as they've become. So I feel like they should still do it, even if it's not an iconic two-on-one. Yeah, I agree. It's a bummer. I do have one thing. Yes. So I listened to Olivia's podcast and she had um, Courtney Robertson on again for the third time. And apparently Courtney has another book that she's written and she's just kind of, I think, hemming and hawing about actually publishing it. But I, okay. I'm really curious. Did she say more about what it was about? It, she said it picks up where the first one left off. Yes, please. <laughs> yeah. So I I hope she does it. I'm curious. I thought you'd appreciate that. I would yeah, I would love it. So that's that's all I got. Yeah. Uh the other thing that I saw is that apparently Tyler C is not just a general contractor. Okay. Dancing general contractor, but he also models. They they've mentioned that. Have they? They they were joking about it during the date where they were simulating the contractions. So I think the guys know that. Okay. All right. Well, I didn't know. I mean, he's a man of many talents. So yeah, very. He has two agencies. He has one in New York and one in Miami. Oh. Okay. Yeah, so clearly, he's you know he's working. Hopefully, Interesting. He can find some fun, um, embarrassing modeling shots to put. Up yes. Up. Let's do that. I'll keep an eye out. Cool. I guess is that everything? I think so. All right. Well, I guess we'll see you guys next week.
um, where we, I, we don't know where we are, right? If we're still in Rhode Island or, or off to somewhere else. Uh, oh, you know, I didn't get a chance to rewatch the preview for next week, so I don't know. It didn't really show, so I guess we'll find out. Yeah, well, you know what? We'll all be surprised. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because, and then we'll see the conclusion, so. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I got one more thing. Oh, yeah? Um, Colton Underwood. Why, why am I saying Underwood? Yeah, you guys know who I'm talking about. Uh, <laughs> he is a fan of Luke P. Oh. No. He says... I'm a fan. I like Luke P. That he's a guy who knows what he wants and he's committed to a girl he can see himself lasting with. Yada, yada, yada. No. Like, oh. No. <laughs> no, thank you. I guess he's just feeling inclined to defend people on the show because he thinks people can be perceived wrong, but I don't think that's the case. I mean, I think this episode really made it clear that not a nice guy. No. Not, not buying it, Colton. All right, and that is the end of our Bachelor News. So and we'll that is the end. Week. Sounds good. Right. We'll talk to you guys then. Bye. All right, bye. Connect with us on Twitter, where we live tweet and share updates on all sorts of Bachelor News. Also, subscribe to us on your favorite service, whether that's Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, SoundCloud, or on Google Play. And if you love us, take a moment and leave us a lovely five-star review. Nothing makes our day more. We'll talk to you guys soon.